this is Dennis Knight of Savannah Morning News, and this is the latest installment of the On the 50-Yard Line podcast, where we take a look at uh, some of the high school football results from last week, and then take a look forward to see what uh, some of the best teams in town have, have in store in the next coming weeks. Last week, the big game everybody was talking about was Benedictine against New Hampstead, and Benedictine really... Uh, really dominated in a 70 to 28 win over the Phoenix to clinch the region 3-48 title. The cadets set the tone defensively with interceptions on three of Pauly Seeley's first four passes in the game. Luke Cromenhoek made the first one with a very athletic play coming over from safety to, uh, to make an interception in front of Toriano Bias. Hunter Sapp had a very athletic one-handed circus pick and then Hunter Dunn came up with another one. New Hampshire had four turnovers in the first quarter and fell behind 28 to nothing. It was a huge day for all the Benedictine stars. Justin Thomas had another big game with 133 yards and three touchdowns on just seven first half carries. Holden Gurner, the senior quarterback who's committed to Auburn, he was also limited to first half action where he went eight of 10 passing for 160 yards with touchdown passes to Zaquan Bryan, who had five catches for 126 yards and the score, and to Cromenhoek, who had a big game all around. Cromenhoek uh, came in in the second half at quarterback and rushed for 74 yards and a touchdown. Versatile athlete there for the sophomore, Cromenhoek. Defensively, Evan Scarborough led the way, helped lead the way with eight tackles. Sapp had seven. Matt Cromenhoek. The older brother of Luke, the senior defensive end, linebacker, had six. And Cody Brinson came, came on strong with nine tackles as a defensive back. For New Hampshire, junior Samari Dowdy showed, showed the speed everyone's been talking about this year as he broke, broke one for an 80-yard touchdown. I think it was in the second quarter. He rushed for 107 yards on 10 carries in the game. Benedictine which is ranked number three among Class 4A teams in the state by the AJC, won their seventh game in a row to improve to 7-2 on the season. Now for the, the regular season finale, they'll be hosting Islands Thursday night at Memorial, Memorial Stadium. Uh, there will be some, some statistical milestones that will be reached in this game. Holden Gurner needs just four yards to go over 2,000 for the year, so he'll be getting that easily. And then uh, Justin Thomas needs 86 yards rushing to eclipse the 1,000-yard mark. And Brian needs 175 yards receiving to go over 1,000 yards on the season. He leads Class 4A in receiving yardage. So this should be a good one. Thursday night, uh, BC tries to, uh, tries to get in shape for the uh, playoffs, which they're now guaranteed two home games for after getting that number one seed. Calvary Day improved to 9-0 and 2-0 in Region 3A private play with a 28-7 win at Country Day on, on Friday. Sophomore quarterback Jake Merklinger, who has an offers, offers from Michigan State and Cincinnati, 18-27 for 290 yards with three touchdowns, and he ran for 27 yards and another score. So he was in, in on all four of the uh, Cavalier scores. He'll need 195 yards passing in final game at Aquinas on November 5th to reach 2,000 on the year. Another freshman standout is Cavalier 
the Cavaliers, Dupont Coleman, the receiver. He had career high with career highs with eight catches for 84 yards and two touchdowns in the win. Defensively, the Cavs, who have been running less than 12 points a game, had another uh, big game with uh, Terry. Terry Simmons had seven stops up front at nose tackle. A.J. Butts, the linebacker, had 11 tackles and added 58 yards rushing. Sophomore Camarion Lanigan had 10 tackles and six quarterback hurries. And Barry Young had eight tackles to go along with the interception. Barry Klein-Peter, the Savannah Country Day quarterback, a senior star, he had 143 yards passing and rushed for 63 yards and another score as he as – he, uh, amassed almost three quarters of Savannah Country Day's offensive uh, offensive totals. Teams have buys this week, and Calgary Day, Savannah Country Day, will be against the Raiders, who is uh, uh, number two seed in a home playoff game. All four teams in that in that region, 3-4-A, Country Day, Calgary, Christian, and Aquinas will be in the playoffs. On the public school side, we had a we had an interesting one as Jenkins beat Islands 19 to 18. The Sharks had a shot to win the game at the end of uh, end of regulation. They went for a two point conversion, and there was a mishandled snap, and fullback Cooper Bachman picked it up and made a move to the end zone. He was stopped short on a play that uh, Islands folks were thought that he might have been in on, but Jenkins Jenkins D stopped him short to win the game. Junior Tavion Gadsden had a had a big game for the Warriors defensively. The linebacker had nine tackles and three sacks on the night. Deshaun Ritchie returned a kickoff for a touchdown. And uh, as Jenkins improved to four and four and one and one on the season. Now Jenkins has a shot to earn a home playoff game when they play at New Hampshire. Jenkins is four and four, one and one in region. New Hampstead's seven and two with those losses coming to Brunswick, one of the top-ranked Class 6A teams in the state. I think they're number four, and then the loss to Benedictine, number three in 4A. So New Hampstead will be hosting Jenkins at Pooler Stadium Friday night with the win winner earning that number two seed out of the region. And now before we go to our on the 50-yard line interview with Barry Kleinpeter, just wanted to give a little little plug for SavannahNow.com sports. You know what's going on with Georgia Southern football? Eagles looking for a new coach in the, in the midst of a, not their best season. You, you want to go to SavannahNow.com and, and take a look at Nathan Dominance's coverage. He does a real good job covering the Eagles and another, and he also does a great job covering the Savannah State Tigers who lost uh, their first conference game against Albany State last week. So if you want any news about the Tigers or the Eagles, make sure to check out Nathan's Nathan's uh, reporting at SavannahNow.com. And for all the high, high school stuff, I've got you covered there. And if you aren't already a subscriber, now's the best time to, to check us out. You can get a full access to our digital content for a dollar a month for the next six months. You just have to go to SavannahNow.com forward slash subscribe now to sign up. And now here's on the 50 yard line, uh, interview we did last week with Savannah Country Day senior Barry Kleinpeter, who owns a host of Country Day records 
including touchdown passes, touchdown yardage, total offensive touchdowns, you name it, his name's probably in the top of the list. He recently committed to play at New Hampshire, and uh, it's always good to interview Barry. Here's what he had to say. Okay, we're here with Barry Kleinpeter, the Savannah Country Day quarterback. He's been a four-year starter here, and uh, he's already owns a host of Country Day records, including 70 career touchdown passes, over 6,200 yards passing, and he's coming into a big game against Calvary Day this week. Last week was a big week for you as you committed to New Hampshire. What, what were some of the factors that came into play to, to go up north for college? Well, um, to be honest, I wasn't. That was I didn't intend to go up north. I, I didn't have any sort of um, opinion on it. I just kind of I had a handful of offers and I wanted to check out um, every place. And Coach Mooring had a good connection with Coach Santos, who I've been able to build a relationship with, and got me up on a visit. Fell in love with it and decided to to commit there. Okay, you have a, a great relationship with uh, Kenny Odom, the receiver, defensive back from here, and one of your best friends. Uh, he was lost for the season with a shoulder injury, I think, after the third week. He also committed the day after you to Austin P. last week. Yes, sir. Um, what has his absence, how has that affected your, your season this year as a team and for you? Yeah, I mean, obviously just a, an unbelievable playmaker, a guy that can just change games with, with um, um, on the defensive side of the ball or offensive. Um, my best target since I've been a freshman. Obviously a huge loss. Um, captain so a big time leader on the field it's been hard so we've had had guys step up um, Alex Wynn's done a really good job of becoming a really dominant receiver for me um, yeah I mean it's, it's been it's been tough but um, he's still he's still leading leading by example being vocal at practice and stuff but um, helping those younger guys out with the route concepts stuff like that so yeah it's been tough but we're, we're managing okay you guys are, are two and five right now but that record's a little misleading there's been two losses by one point including last week up at Aquinas in overtime when you guys went for two uh, to win the game on the road how would you assess wh where you guys are at right now yeah I mean we don't really like to look at, at records um, it's obviously it's important with us playoffs and stuff like that but um, we're just obviously all you can focus on is the next game and um, the next play so uh, we're, we're not really worried about that uh, we've played some really really good football teams and our record is not great right now, but we're just focused on on the next game coming. Okay, you're a you're also a standout in baseball, and you're going to get back to basketball after missing last season with an injury. Yes, sir, a three sport uh, three sport athlete. A lot of people are specializing in different sports this year. What what makes you want to branch out and, and do all three? Is it something you just grown up doing? Or? Yeah, I mean, my dad obviously actually during award winner back when uh, when he was uh, in high school. And he's always had me growing up playing three sports and always told me, like, anytime I want to quit one, it's just my decision. But I've just fallen in love with, with sports from a young age and just being able to compete all year round, I've, I've really enjoyed. So, yeah. And what, what, did your dad get, graduate from Country Day also? He's from Calvary. Calvary. Oh, okay. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. And uh, you're getting to play with your younger brother, Brooks, this year, a tight end. He's like a six foot one, two ten. Yeah. Uh, what's the experience been like having having your bro on the team? It's been awesome. Um, just being able to to target him in the games and and um, really watch him mature as not only a player but a person. It's been a, been a lot of fun, and uh, I'm excited for his future as well. So now you got speaking of Calvary Day, you got them coming coming to your field this week, Friday night. They're uh, ranked number two in the state in Class One A private. 
what have you seen on film? What impresses you about Calvary, and, and what do you expect in this game? I mean, I think it goes on to say Calvary's an unbelievable program, really good coaching, really good athletes. So um, we're going to have to have our best game of the year to be able to battle with those guys. But I think we've had a great week of practice. Um, I think we're ready, and we'll, we'll find out on Friday. All right, Barry, best of luck this week, all right? Thank you. I appreciate it.